The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. About as baffling as Dwight's pal's inability to get a defensive rebound, it's the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me, as always, my fellow Maz fan for life, my bro host, just flew in from New York, I think, uh, Ruben Tomas. How are you, sir? I'm very tired. You and me both. This is going I'm to here. be a speed round. And uh, speaking of uh, quick and witty... <laughs> Squish41 is with us today. How are you, Redacted? Hey, man, let's get it going. I'm so ready for this podcast. Let's go. I'm just so fucking... Oh, man. Oh, I, yeah. I am so stoked about this pod, but guess what else I'm stoked about? We have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge on Symbol. Uh, S-I-M-B-U-L-L, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your teams win, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, earn cash payouts when your teams win. Join the 7,000 early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account, and when you deposit, make sure to use the pro or promo code SD to make sure your deposit risk your deposit is risk free. Visit symbol.com, use the promo code SD, and your deposit will be risk free. That means even if you lose money, symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Join symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. Speaking of favorite teams, the Mavs did okay. I mean, much like a split in bowling, you know, it's like, well, I got something done, but it wasn't the best I could do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I feel about yeah. the first two games. Like, I, I thought uh, Atlanta looked really sharp. I think I think Atlanta might they're they're really close for maybe being like they're going to be like a top two team in the East, I think. Like, I think they got a lot of chemistry. They got a lot of youth, a lot of athleticism, and just guys that are just buying in. And I think they're they're building off of that uh, their postseason last year, and uh, it, they just look really good. And uh, it didn't help the Mavericks had a historic low shooting night uh, percentage wise. Um, man, we could not hit a shot to save our lives. What are y'all's thoughts? Uh, so I actually didn't watch most. Of the, I haven't watched almost any of the Mavs games actually. <laughs> um, whether it be because I'm out of town or because I was crazy getting out of town. <laughs> um, I mean, like, from, from what the... So I got home uh, from my parents on Thursday. Uh-huh. And I just started to watch, like, the last quarter. And it just looked super discombobulated. It just looked terrible. Um, offensively, like, I heard that there was some, like, defensive effort in the first half, which is great. Um, and then, like, Atlanta just turned up the heat in a, mm-hmm. on the third quarter. So, you know, and then you have, like... Guys like Trey, and I even, and apparently, I, I, as far as I know, Trey Young did not have a good game, like by his standards. But like, you know, by both Luca and Trey standards, he had shitty games. Depends you on know? what you mean by good. You know, like shit, they had shitty, like you know, uh, like shooting splits, basically. Oh, he didn't shoot um, well, but yeah, you know, 
Um, you know, he, get, he tore him up with the assists, but, you know, um, yeah, that team was just, it's really well gelled and, you know, they have everything going right now. So shout out to them. Like, shout out to the uh, Hawks. Um, it just kind of made it, definitely made looking at our team being like, okay, like, what do we have? You know, basically. Like, is it Luca and a bunch of guys again, or is it like Luca with actual, like, NBA players? And for that night, it didn't look like we had any NBA players out there, including Luca at times. So. Mm. Well, I watched both of the games, so let me tell you. Um, it was weird. Like, game one, the Hawks have a lot of continuity and a lot of talent. There is a talent gap for sure, roster-wise. Like, I'd love to see Luca with that Hawks roster, honestly. But I like our roster, too. Um, it just seemed like all the swagger we had of the preseason was just gone, and, like, the offense was weird in ways that I didn't... I don't remember the spacing being so ass in the preseason. It was very strange. Um, the this, The things we were... I don't know. I, I feel like we're in this weird experiment phase because that continued into the Raptors matchup as well. And our spacing was weird for the first half of that game too. And it was like five quarters of miserable offense. Like we started 10 to two in uh-huh. the first game against the Hawks when everyone was like, Oh yeah, this team's different. And then it just went to, to shit. And then the game was still somehow close. And then the Hawks just went on a tear in the third and never looked back. Like Trey young had, 11 assists or something in the third quarter, which was oh. crazy. Um, so continuity chemistry, I think beat our very like new system, like defensively uh-huh. we're moving better in general. I think our defense defensively we're better. That's noticeable. I think where you couldn't tell against the Hawks is our offense was so bad that the whole team got frustrated and the effort on defense just kind of disappeared because everyone was just so frustrated on the other end this the energy was gone after a certain point but uh let's see so the raptors we fall down into a 16 to 2 hole and uh, i think someone pointed out and then i saw like you know lucas yelling at everybody like come on let's get it going and they kind of did and it was still kind of weird and we just had this thing that was true for both games up until that point so the hawks game and then into the end of the first half of the raptors game we just I don't know what, and, and and I tweeted about it a few times, but like I'm just trying to understand the philosophy, or like, are we just experimenting? Like, what's going on? Because it was like, anytime Luca would drive, like the roller is already there, or even if the roller wasn't, like they would be there late. Like, like both bigs would inexplicably just cut into the paint and crowd everything, and Luca's suddenly having to figure out what to do there, or he just gets you know knocked out of the air by three people. It's just like just weird spacing that didn't make sense in a modern NBA offense. So like, I don't know what they were trying, but it was like Powell would roll and then Luca would drive with the roll, which sometimes makes a lob. Right. But then KP would cut in too, or Maxi subbed in and like, he'd cut into him. Like, why are both bigs in the paint? Why do we keep doing this? Like no one's open. This is so weird. Like I just didn't know what was going on and things just looked a little out of whack, but defensively was okay. Like KP, Hasn't shot well yet, but he's moving great on defense, and his effort has been has been great because like he can move, probably feels good, and he's moving well. Uh, one thought I did have on him so far, it's like I think I'd prefer this to what we were looking at last year, right? Which was someone that could score, 
within the system, but couldn't defend for shit. I would rather have KP uh-huh. being able to defend and then have the offense catch up later than the other way around because that's made a massive difference. Honestly, I think that's apparent. Like that's a that's a plus. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess because I, I I saw like Igor supposedly in charge of the offense, but I'm sure kid has a hand in kind of what he wants to try. Maybe like, I don't know how that works, but it just seems like, I I don't know. I think back to like the Carlisle shit where he would just fuck around for a good third of the season. And we weren't really sure what was going on, but he was really just like acquiring data for whatever warlock bullshit he was going to pull out later. And then (laughs) suddenly we're a well-oiled machine. So I don't know if they were just trying some stuff or what, because then suddenly in the second half, the floor is just wide open, right? And Luca goes on a tear in the third quarter, and Timmy gets hot, and we just pulled away. But like the 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 paint crowding and all that stuff was out the window. Hmm. So it's interesting. And then like it's like clearly the offense is still there. But what's encouraging is defensively, like we just we're moving better. And I think a great backbone for that change has been Porzingis being able to move. I mean, he blocked Mm -hmm. four shots last night, so that's been exciting. And Mm -hmm. we're due for like, we're due for a good Luca shooting night and a good KP shooting night soon. So that's exciting. I just, yeah, I just don't know what's going on yet, but again, it's a new system. It's a new staff. So I think it's going to be a little wonky for a few weeks. And I think Mm -hmm. everyone just needs to hang in there and, it, it, and it's easy to to overreact because I know we're all waiting for that. Like, here we are. Here's the team that we feel like Luca deserves around him, and like all this stuff. It's just like I, I would encourage everyone to take a breath. And I'm reactionary <laughs> too. And me, I'm just like I'm observing, right? And I found the mm-hmm. paint spacing thing to be inexplicable, right? Like no, none of nothing about what we were trying made any basketball sense to me. But again, I'm not the coaches. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And the other thing is the rotations. Um, yeah, the new the guys, new guys uh, they're not getting a lot of run. Like We signed Reggie Bullock, who's a great defender and a great shooter, right? And the big issue is like we, in uh, you know, after the Seth Curry trait that we painfully still bring up, but for good reason, don't look at what he did in the first quarter against Oklahoma City tonight. Um Unless you want to be sad. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we needed shooters. But why aren't the shooters we brought in playing? Like, Timmy went crazy, but you would I would have thought Bullock would have been playing more. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, I think Nick Van Exit actually asked Jason Kidd, and Kidd <laughs> kind of sassed answer. him. It was a hilarious. Very, very weird answer. It's a legitimate question, but Kidd gave a very funny answer, and he was just like, you know, how much would you have liked him to play? <laughs> 24 mm-hmm. minutes, perhaps? It's like it's, it's so early. Weird. He's like it. It's an early journey. Uh, well, I, and he said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I made you yeah, feel like I, he should have played more or something." I was just like, "What?" It also, was a, he said, "This is an it was, oatmeal. It needs time to cook." Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the oatmeal. It needs time to cook. <laughs> Jason Kidd is hilarious. Like, uh, I don't, it was a legitimate question and a legitimately funny answer. I don't know how I feel either way, but it is. I mean, yeah. Why did we sign? Bullock, it's not like we paid him a, a massive ton of money, but he's paid well. We, You would expect a bigger role. So I don't know. I think they're just figuring some things out. I just won't be shocked if, like last year, we saw a lot of Powell at the beginning. We're going to see less Powell a few weeks from now because other people will make more sense for what we need to be happening. And I just cannot believe Moses Brown hasn't touched the floor yet. That's <laughs> 
It's yeah. so triggering. And then I saw a quote <laughs> from Cuban today. It was just like, oh, yeah, he's such a beast. Everyone's so impressed with him. And, you know, he's developing and learning and all this stuff. I'm like, why? Except for the offensive staff. <laughs> like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> like, why? The, why? Well, I, I feel like. It's like, this has got to be the PAL showcase, right? We're going to fire him into the sun for Goron or something, right? <laughs> surely. Like, surely there's a plan here, right? It's just there weird. There is no plan here. And quit calling me Shirley. Uh, but, and then, yeah, Frank didn't play either. It's weird. I don't, you, I would have thought Frank would have been off the bench before Trey Burke, but the team still views Burke as a secondary creator, which is not true. He is a guy that he's like, Brunson on an off night, but like all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't. Brunson hasn't been really playing that great either. Yeah, I mean, he like he's, he's he's scrappy. He's giving a lot of good energy, but it's like I don't know. He he seems kind of lost. Also, um, live live reaction to throw in a uh, big congrats to Jamal Mosley who just picked up his first win as a head coach. They just beat the oh, Knicks please. in New York. That's nice. pretty fucking cool. Shit. That's awesome. That's cool. that is amazing. How about it? A charismatic coach yeah. that gets behind his players. Man, uh, Terrence, Terrence Ross had 20 points in the fourth. Holy shit. <laughs> God damn, dude. Irrational confidence guy. Like, yeah, for real. That's awesome, dude. Terrence Ross has not seen a shot that he, like, he could be in a phone booth with Mo Bamba and still think he's open. So funny enough, so funny enough, Mosley also won at MSG last year. Remember when oh, Rick, right. Rick wasn't there for that one game? Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, good stuff. That's, that's pretty cool. That's, that's great. Good for him, man. I miss him. Guys, yeah. do, you, do you know what else is really cool? Spotify Green Room. Live is audio it? only sports talk. Wait, live audio only. I thought it said like only sports talk platform. I'm like, that's not accurate. Live only. Where's my intern? Live only sports. Live. Yeah, no dead sports talk here. Get in on the conversation that you listen to here every day. Share your experiences and takes on the app. Your chance to be featured on the Dallas Mavericks group podcast of sorts. Download the Spotify Greenroom app for free in the iOS app store. You can create a profile, link your Twitter, and join. There's a Mavericks uh, or a Reddit Mavericks group. Uh, There's an MFFL group. There's all kinds of fun stuff. You can follow me at Don underscore Denim. You can follow uh, Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. Squish, are you on Spotify Greenroom? Totally. Use it all the time. Follow him at Squish41. Is that your name on At your own risk. At your own risk. (laughs) I don't have Spotify Greenroom, so if there's a Squish41, I'm not responsible for whatever they're up to. (laughs) Guys, did you also know that Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge? I did not. I did now. There you go. I'm here to educate. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. That's Symbol, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com. Go buy a sports. That's not on the ad read, but... I, I was about to say, is that really like... <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, was about to go check, I was about to go check the, <laughs> the ad read real quick. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get to our favorite our favorite segment, which is always questions. 
Let's do it. Um, some of these may be out of date because they're talking. This is before the game yesterday. Whatever. Sure. Um, so, uh, Ali asks, Ali, aka Crippled Pickle Nine, which is such a great ad, <laughs> um, asks, um, if we win tonight, which we did, or last night, um, do you think the blowout was just a fluke, or the and the Mavs just couldn't score? I I think it's partially fluky, but I think it's also just like Atlanta looks really good. Like they they look like this is not the same like like lost young team that doesn't know where they're supposed to be. Like I was super impressed with Cam Reddish. Like holy hell! Like I didn't think that guy was really going to pan out. I was like, ah, another overrated Duke guy. That's you know that thought he was hot shit, and then you know just kind of I I, I could have just seen a guy that just had like an okay NCAA tournament and just like. I don't know, just kind of fall by the wayside. Uh, but he's, yeah, he looked awesome. So uh, I think Atlanta good. We weren't as good. Yeah, that's kind of my view about it too. It's just, you know. I don't um, think the loss was a fluke. Like the result wasn't a fluke, but our performance sure was. Like the, the team is not as bad as they looked um, yeah. in the first game. And it just goes back to what I was saying earlier. Just everything is so new. Let's let's relax and, and just see what happens, and fully recognize that you know it still could be there still could be a coaching issue, but we don't know yet. The sample size isn't big enough. <laughs> yeah. They're figuring it out, but yeah, Atlanta's real good and real healthy this year, so that's kind of scary for the East. There's some guys yeah. that weren't yeah. healthy last year that are now, and that just gives them even more firepower when they already had a lot to begin with. Yeah. Then of course they turned around and lost to Cleveland. So actually, I don't know what it, I don't I don't know what anything means yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah. it's too it's too early in the season, dude. Like it's just, yep. it's too early. Um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Paul. Uh, since he's talking to me, since you are a Brighton fan, you got to talk about Man United zero, Liverpool five. <laughs> that show was so hilarious. So I I watch, actually watched a little bit at like at the airport today, and I was like, holy fuck, they're getting their ass beat. Uh, Man, you became their ass beat. Uh. Yeah, Olay probably needs to go. I don't know if he ever is, but um, he probably should have been gone a while back. <laughs> um, let's see, you could have question. said any name, and I would have just believed that it was off. It yeah. was there. That, that's you actually, yeah, it's just like man, melee. You know, really was on the pitch too long, and you know, Shars factor was just just an absolute liability on the pitch. I could have said anything; it would have been like what? The, yeah. Oh and no, like, and Pele, you know. Or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll throw back. Anyway, I'll see. Next question comes from Nick. Um, regarding the Lakers drama on Friday night, uh, what do you think about trading their Dwight for our Dwight or AD? Um, also, do you guys consider <laughs> making do you guys consider making a Twitter space session for your followers? Um, I just realized uh, the MFLs was suspended. <laughs> oh. Um. So. Uh, their Dwight for our Dwight. Well, you know what? It turns out that Dwight Howard is not on the top twenty. Is not one of the top twenty-five players of all time. <laughs> I and Dwight our, Powell is. Apparently, I don't know, bro. It's, uh, that whole thing is a whole, whole other thing. I actually talked. Howard podcast. isn't. I thought he was. I thought people were mad that he was on there. No, bro, he's but, not on there. He's not <laughs> on. Wow. No, dude, he's not. Well, I AD's on it. Like AD, it's uh, it's not a rank. It, but that's the weird thing is that it's not ranked. It's just kind of like we've just established these are the 75 most important players in the league. And it's like I as much as because I think the, the the 75 is not who's the necessarily the best. It's not like the Bill Simmons like basketball pyramid, like Hall of Fame pyramid thing. It's more so like who 
who is more historically relevant. And so like, that's where you'll get guys that are like, you know, like Bob Cousy. Like, I don't think anybody thinks that like, like even Cousy was like, there's no way I could play any of these games. Like, and he even said that like the eighties, you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, part of it's paying tribute to just like the long heritage of the NBA. Um, Like, I'm not surprised that like, was like Mello wasn't in it. Right. Or no, T-Mac wasn't in it. Yeah, team I didn't um, make it either, bro. And I was like, holy shit. Well, and I, but when you think about it, it's like, okay, he had a couple he had a couple of like really great years as a rocket. He he was fun with Vince Carter for a minute. He, you know, had a he led a crappy Orlando Magic team to a first round exit in the playoffs. And then he got hurt a whole bunch. Like yeah. I, I think yeah. I think a lot of people get a lot of a, attachment to anyone that has their own sneaker deal. God knows I did, and I'm still a D- yeah. uh, Dennis Smith Jr. fan. <laughs> um. So anyway, so Dwight for Dwight, <laughs> would you do it? I would. Yeah. yeah. Chaos yeah. reigns. Let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. I mean, he, he bring. I mean, he he. Yeah. We we need we need a, we need some beef in the paint since we won't yeah. play the we won't play Moses. So let's trade for another veteran. I guess. <laughs> uh. He, so we talking about considering making a Twitter space session. Um, that'd be kind of cool, actually. Uh, sure. Uh, again, like all of our uh, all of our um, schedules don't exactly line up all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yes. uh, um, tack on question: Dwight Powell for Dwight Schrute? Nah, don't no, don't do it. No, no, no. Um, I don't know. Tack on tack on question: Is Dwight Powell the strongest looking weak guy you've ever seen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> he really is though. <laughs> he just looks brolic all the time, bro. And he's like, it's I actually brolic as hell, but he just get pushed out of the paint super easy. <laughs> oh god, damn! I think you're right. Plays like an inflatable <laughs> Dwight Powell action figure. Inflatable. That sounds like might be the podcast name this week. <laughs> inflatable Dwight Powell action figure. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, a Twitter session would be cool. Um, also, he realized that the, um, the underscore MFFL's account is suspended. It is. Uh, we made a new account. Just It's literally the MFFL's, like, no underscore. Um, that's kind of like a temporary account for right now. You guys can go follow it if you guys want. Um, that's kind of where this podcast will be posted later and stuff like that. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Jose. <laughs> this is for Squish. Um, will Squish make a Harlow Bob parody song anytime soon? And make a Dwight Powell is, is soft parody song as well. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea, and I don't care about Bob, so that's probably out. I what think I got my I, I got what I got my jab in during my first Bo Burnham parody, so I don't care to spend any more energy on the guy. He spends enough energy on himself, like he, that's Bob more than he deserves. <laughs> <Harla Bob> <laughs> Uh, and the pal a pal song could be fun. We'll see. <laughs> see what I might be a sad like going. If he away. continues to be a crucial part of the rotation, I may have to do something. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Um, next question comes from a Texas fan. Um, why is Mavs Twitter worse than the Cowboys Twitter when it comes to overreacting? Mm, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe more Dallas Cowboys fans but, have like gotten into real fist fights before. I, yeah, probably. I, th- I think like the K- Dallas Cowboys Twitter actually has like a like like a crime rap sheet. <laughs> like like it's like the difference between like 
I don't know, LinkedIn and Craigslist. Like, you know, LinkedIn's like the kind of more, you know, oh, this is like more more professional, more uh, more succinct, you know, maybe more intelligent conversation. Craigslist like, we'll do shit for money, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know. Cowboys Twitter to me is, uh, I think there's, as much as I'm stoked about the Cowboys season this, this season, I think there has always been this inflated sense of uh, self-worth <laughs> with the Cowboys. It doesn't matter how bad or good. It's just like, whatever. Wouldn't Like, hearing the Cowboys fans talk about, like, <laughs> when Dalton took over, it's like, oh man, we could still go all the way. He could take us to the playoffs. I'm like you guys no. have not watched any Cincinnati games. Evidently. Yeah, no, yeah, no, dude, <laughs> no, Andy Dalton's not doing that for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm not, I'm not really a big part of Cowboys like Twitter at all. Like I follow like some of their account, like I follow like, you know, Reddit Cowboys and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and you know, it's kind of a cross, you know, cross platform thing, you know, it's a crossover episode type shit. But, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I think, like, with Cowboys Twitter, it's just, like, they've been shit. Not shit, but just, like, they haven't gone far in the playoffs in forever anyway. So it's, like, who fucking cares? You know? I, just, I think just NBA Twitter is better than NFL Twitter. I think that's just yeah. a, they're a more savvy group of people that seem to know the game a little bit better. Also, I think football is infinitely harder to understand because of just, like, there's a group of five guys taking on usually like four other guys that have no real, like not a whole lot of stats, you know, that are on the trenches that like is really such a huge part of the game. Like that's something that I don't understand about football is like line play. Like I know PFF saying this offensive line's good, but, or, or I don't understand how like an offensive line could be really good at running and then terrible at pass blocking. Like why yeah, is that one over the other? Yeah. And it's just and part of its techniques. It's not just, yeah, it's a bunch of, it's a lot of stuff, so I think um, basketball is a little bit easier to understand. Yeah. Do you have anything to add, Squish? Oh, yeah, I get it. I don't have any strong input. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, Dalton Richardson, the Mozilla. Mozilla, he changed his entire persona, mm-hmm. I think all because of Squish. Um, the lizards formerly what? known as the Texas Waffle. Yes, that's exactly. The, weir- the weirdest Pokemon evolution there's ever been. <laughs> The Texas waffle turns into a Moses Godzilla. (laughs) Great. Let's see. Um, He asks, uh, are you a Leroy Jenkins guy or I'm going to come up with a plan guy? It depends on the situation. What a fucking meme, bro. Uh, I would say 75% is more like Leroy Jenkins. I'm just like, fuck it, bro. We're just going to do what happens. (laughs) You know? That's just running. Like, that's basically just running in guns blazing, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how I approach any like any like first person shooter which i'm terrible at i'm just like well if i have all the guns and shoot them all the time i'm bound to hit something that's my strategy like i am just absolutely (laughs) like there is no uh decision making process i am just holding down the trigger and just running forward it's so funny so i have a friend who like got really got big into the hitman series sure you know it's like a stealth you know you're supposed to be stealthy and like not bring a lot of attention to yourself right (laughs) so he's like tweeting about it he's like dude like He's like, am I, playing, am I playing this game right? It's literally like the Hitman guy, and there's like just a fucking string of bodies. <laughs> all over the, I'm like, bro, like, why did you turn this fucking game into a fucking first-person shooter? Like, you're I supposed to be sneaky about things. He's like, that's no fun. And I'm just like, <laughs> great. Let's see. Um, next question comes from Ollie James. Um, he asks, uh, favorite video game or video game franchise to play um, past or present? 
Uh, he says that his favorite is the Halo series. So. Pretty cool. Uh, for me, if I were to pick like a franchise, it would probably be like Pokemon, even though like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I was born like early 90s and, you know, those games are definitely like not hard games to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no like, there's no real strategy involved anymore. It's more just like, hey, like as long as my Pokemon are stronger, who cares? Um, and then I also love, still like to this day, I'll still play like the, uh, Tony Hawk games, nice. Like the like the numbered ones and like under, underground and underground and stuff like that. So, I and think uh, I think mine has to be. I mean, like Red Dead Redemption and uh, Skyrim. Those will be my those two that I find myself nice. playing more frequently. Nice. Oh, Diablo. That that one's one that I've destroyed. I I made some sort of uh like what's the 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 class it's like a religious warrior or whatever. It was uh like a is it a paladin, I think is the ter- anyways. I think it's what yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, I named him Joelstein. Um so yeah, he's you know fighting the devils for Christ. That's great. I love yeah. that. <laughs> no granted he's it, it, uh, yeah, solid. Yeah. <laughs> He'll never come on our podcast. No, well, no, he won't even show up for his uh, his, his uh, congression. Yeah, especially when yeah. they need him during a flood. So or something. Yeah, yeah. Squish, what you got? I have a love hate relationship with the two K franchise. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> I used to have a love hate relationship with the Madden franchise before I gave up Madden altogether. Um, that's that's fair. There's a great that's video more the sport, on how the sports categories. Uh, I do love if I'm feeling a more classic sports experience, and by that I mean ridiculous. I still have a place in my heart for NBA Jam. There you go. Um, Damn, old. Yeah. NFL Street. Ooh, yeah. Um, Ooh. And then, uh, you know, more story based. The best video game experience, just in terms of like a story and whatnot, and me having like an, um, any sort of emotional response or this edge of your seat like kind of roller coaster i think arkham knight is fucking great oh uh, that's a good that's one, a fun one. That's a that fun is one. such a good game yeah. um and i enjoy like several assassin's creed games but that's more for it depends on the the era i'm exploring less so the story mm-hmm. there um mm-hmm. like i really enjoy odyssey and it's more like the oh. world it has less to do like i couldn't give a shit about the, well, no, I like Odyssey's story, but it's not the the stuff happening outside of the Animus. It's all the stuff in it. Like, I don't want to leave that. I'm like, this is actually really good. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, obviously Skyrim. That's always a rock solid choice. Um, yeah. And then uh, I'll have a place in my heart for Fallout 4 because that's why me and Don are friends. True. Oh, um, it, it, it was the icebreaker for sure. No shit. That's so awesome. when we lived in the <laughs> same house, uh, so the thing is, is that with Fallout 4, uh, Squish uh, was crashing on my couch, and I I would wake up to the dulcet tones of and like just this like hearing like just scat jazz <laughs> as he's defeating uh, uh, irradiated zombies uh, the whole time. It's uh, great. it was a great time. The fun memory I have of it. That it's was good. a long time ago, guys. Yeah, it's a long. We time won't ago. say how long because I yeah, don't, no, I don't want to date myself or exactly. anyone. Else. <laughs> yeah, anyone on this podcast? Yeah, just, just remember, we're you know we uh we're, we're all right. strapping. Young yes, lads. young men. Yes, never age. We're just <laughs> nope. permanently like twenty eight. <laughs> What's your favorite Nick Van Axel memory? <laughs> Not fucking talking about that. <laughs> Who's that? 
Someone's mm. going to ask us that next week now. Who's that? Yeah. Sheesh, bruh. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the next question comes from Jonas. Um, oh, Jonas? No. I wish. That'd be <laughs> so cool, though. But, no. Jonas? No. I, I don't know. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I got it, Don. I got it. Thank I you. didn't get it. Oh, fucking shit. <laughs> God, I was like, wait, dude, I'm so tired. Fuck yeah, but you have to let that one simmer. God damn it. Okay, wait. Anyway. Uh, Donnie's oh. Nito, pun of the night. So, oh, that's a fucking great idea. Okay. That's a anyway. good segment. Uh, no, fuck you guys. Uh, Jonas, no brothers, asks. Um, so I think so. I don't know. Um, predict Lucas stats for the season. I mean, I think he can do like 28, 9, and 8. I, I, got, like, I got like 28, 9, and 9. Like, you're really close to triple double. Yeah. I think his yeah. assists will be up this year, and yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think I mean I think his stats go up this year. Yeah, he's been rebounding well. It means the usual. Yeah, I just think yeah. yeah, it goes up. All right, let's see. Um, next question. Nine and a half assists for me. Oh, nine and a half. Okay. I think I think people are hitting more shots That's this cool. year. I like it. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from Mitch. Um, whose side are you on, Donnie Nelson or Harlow Bob? When it comes to you know the uh, allegations that came, or not allegations, but the podcast Harlebob did last week, uh, I didn't. Hear, what did Harlebob say on the podcast? I, I didn't know it really. He, he did a so podcast. He, he basically like just like went off on like, Don, like didn't say him, didn't say his name, but was just like yo, like this dude sucks. <laughs> like, um, you know, said that he felt threatened. You know, uh, you know, Donnie felt threatened by Harlebob and all that shit. And I'm like. I don't care, bro. Like, uh, but this why I don't care. It's it's happened. Whatever happened, happened. Um, I, I'm with the new that. Si- the new cycle. The new cycle moves so quick. Like people forgot. Like you know. Well, like, and, and, and to drop it like the, the opening day of, day of yeah. the map season. Yeah. Like yeah. no one gives a fuck about you, guy. Like just go go away. <laughs> it, it's, am- it, it, you know, I I don't have a side. I've heard things from people that. I've talked to you about it that know more about the Donnie side of it. And, you know, there's two sides to every story. And at this point, regardless of how you feel either way, like it's over, everyone involved is gone. So I have, for me, just moved on. Um, then that just doesn't, it does it's old news to me, I guess. So for me, I, I'm not on either side. Uh, I am on the side of it just being a hilarious story. Um, that just my, 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 my keep on giving as the season goes on. Um, I love drama. I just, I love, you know, seeing messy shit. So this is something that was kind of messy for us. So mm-hmm. it's whatever. What about you, Don? I mean, uh, I'll, I'll probably always be a, a fan of the Nelson clan in general, just because mm-hmm. Don and Donnie Nelson, I've always just had positive memories with their, with their work and their approach to basketball in the game. Like, I mean, Donnie Nelson got us our first championship. That's always going to be something that I hold more dear than a guy that knows a lot about shot charts and spreadsheets. Fair. Yeah. Fair. yeah. And I guess I do lean a little more Donnie, but that's also because I don't, I don't know. I don't trust Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyone that says Clay Thompson's or Bob. the easiest kind of player to get. With a straight face, I don't think I can trust him. Did he say that? <laughs> he did. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, they were talking about trading Clay for for Kevin Love. Oh yeah, him and Bill Simmons, like, and he said Clay Thompsons are the easiest kind of player to get, which is not. I mean, 
It's not true. <laughs> I mean, long guys, he is the he is the seventy seventh best player of all time. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I saw that uh, that video, and I was like, "That's hilarious." That is pretty good. You know? And he took it with grace, which is nice. Like I like I, that. When he, yeah. You know, you, know, you can tell those guys look like each other. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Mavs McGee. Um, do you think Luca will play more than half of his NBA career in the Mavs uniform? I think he'd play all of it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think he, he does. definitely will play more than half of his career here. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. Mm-hmm. So that can change in two uh, years, but we'll see. I think. Uh, I think Dallas suits him. Um, I think he's more of an introvert, uh, so he doesn't really give a shit about. Uh, I want to play for the Lakers one day because L.A. and you know, whatever. I, I just I don't know. I don't see him going to a place like that. I do see him going to a place like that, you know, if shit is like a stagnant first round exit for a decade, maybe he's fed up and goes somewhere that makes more basketball sense, but like I just I don't know. I don't know how you fuck this up if you're the Mavericks. So, we'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, I think we might see, man. We'll see. <laughs> you got it add on? Nope. Cool. Let's see next oh, we have two more questions. Uh next question comes with one. Um does pineapple belong on pizza? Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I'm cool. I, actually, the first time I had it, it was like in college, like randomly, and I was like, oh, this actually kind of bangs. And mm-hmm. now I get it. If I'm ordering I, pizza, like it's usually when I get. Is that... I think pineapple with actual bacon, not Canadian bacon. Um, okay, that's, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like, my, I like my bacon domestic, not imported. It works either way. I like Canadian bacon. Uh, it's good. Pep- I've tried pepperoni pineapple, too. It's different, but I liked it. What? Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from Ryan. Uh, what character do you use in Mario Kart? Bowser. Uh, Fuck oh, uh, Waluigi. Try to think. Uh, I'll use Bowser or Toad. I'll go. I go Yoshi. If we're talking like OG I go Wa- Mario Kart, I go Waluigi just for the sake of he's just more aerodynamic. He's basically just like a dart with a mustache. <laughs> Uh, that's a good. Those are good answers. Let's see. Um, last question from Neil. I think yeah. Neil asks, uh, "Who sucks more, Kid or KP?" I'm sure this is uh, in regard to the first game of the season. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Kid has proved has not has has much more to prove than I think KP does as far as yeah. uh, whether or not they belong uh, in the NBA and a in a than the roles that they're currently playing. Yeah. Uh, but it, he's. He's got more to prove. I'm not saying he can't do it. It's just, that's just, them's the bricks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anna, those are all the questions. Woo. Guys, uh, thank you so much for submitting questions. We, we greatly appreciate you guys listening. Uh, sorry, this one was a late upload. Uh, we're, we're all uh, juggling a whole bunch of different stuff. Uh, you can check out Squish and his fantastic Harla Bob Burner. Bur- 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 Nope. All right. You can find all of his Bo Burnham parodies about the, the Mav season and off-season antics. Um, it is fantastic. Uh, it is very good stuff. He's also probably, him, he and Ruben are both the best uh, live uh, live Twitter follows uh, while watching a Mavs game. I can attest to that. Um, you can follow Squish at Squish41. You can follow Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. And you can follow me at Don underscore denim. We're at the MFFLs. If you guys want to say hi, uh, we still have the MFFLs.com. 
Uh, this has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye, guys. Uh, do you? Nerds. <laughs>